Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Gary and Shannon Show. Bo Kelly and Layla Muhammad in for Gary and Shannon. We have a quick news update from Joe Kwan. So, so far, CNN is uh, reporting the vote is 53 to 47 to confirm Kentonji Brown-Jackson. But uh, they are waiting. Apparently, CNN is reporting that they're waiting on Rand Paul's vote to finalize. Okay. Which is going to change nothing, if my math is correct. Exactly. Okay. We'll be watching that story. But it's not official, official yet. So I don't know about you, Layla Muhammad, but I'm a huge comedy fan. I love comedy, especially during the pandemic. It's brought so much joy uh, and just a sense of normalcy to our lives. We can laugh at something. I also love the art form of stand-up comedy. There is something special about someone who can walk out into a room of strangers and hold a microphone and then tell these anecdotes, stories, jokes, whatever, and then just win over an audience. It's an art form, and I think it's declining in nature. The fewer people doing it. And did you know it's the 50th anniversary of the Comedy Store? And some of the greatest comedians to ever do it have graced the stage of the Comedy Store. Most of the greatest <laughs> to ever do it. So I am so pleased, and I know Layla Muhammad is so excited. pleased, and I know Mondo, who made this happen, is so pleased as we are joined right now on the line by the one, the, the only, Polly Shore. Oh, wow. You just lost some of your followers. They <laughs> just turned off. They just like, oh, that guy, I'm going to, let's go to another station. Quick, hurry. <laughs> well, I got to say, um, I knew some things about you, and I knew that you were, uh, you basically grew up in comedy from your mother and your father and, and also just seeing these greats performing on the stage at the comedy store. And given just the news and a general sense of what's going on as far as comedy, where, where it should begin and end, how would you describe the evolution of comedy over the past maybe 10, 15 years? Hey, man, I'm moving to Texas, man. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> okay. screw, that- screw this. I don't want to get I don't want to get and say something bad no i'm just kidding um i don't know it's just you know life changes the whole world has changed you just got to keep keep moving you know you don't want to look in the rearview mirror and um i don't know the comedy store you know uh my parents started it you know 50 years ago today 
Mm. And, uh, and, um, you know, uh, my mom developed all these comedians and, and that's kind of like what we want to do at the store is continuously develop comedians and have the headliners come out and develop and create, um, you know, what she did, you know, for comedy in the seventies, eighties and nineties was, uh, was pretty awesome. And, you know, the, the people that came through there, you know, you have to develop as a, as a comic, you can't just, you know, there's so many people now with TikTok and YouTube and, and all these different people that immediately think that, oh, they can just do it. And they realize they get on stage and like, oh, wait, this is actually really hard. And it takes yes. a long time. And the comedy store, the comedy store is one of those places that you can actually start as a doorman or park cars um, and then develop into, um, you know, into hopefully, you know, something great. Yeah. Polly, when you were little Polly and, and then grew up to be big Polly now, <laughs> uh, when you were at the comedy store, you weren't parking cars and waiting tables and all that. You were uh, observant of the, the craft, though. You got to see some of the greats perform. Why did you not want the comedy store to be your first experience as a stand-up comic? Well, it was, you know, uncomfortable for me because, you know, when I decided, you know, I was going to start doing it at the beginning of 12th grade, you know, I was like, oh, wow, now i got to deal with my mom and the store and all that crap. I just wanted to <laughs> try to develop. Yeah, I just wanted to try to develop my stuff, you know, outside, you know, and just kind of be treated just normal with, you know, just, hey, here's a guy on stage telling jokes as opposed to, oh, here's Mitzi Shore's son on stage. You know, it, and it made me work, you know, twice as hard. Um, to, you know, overcome all that. So I did. And then I hit on MTV and then my feature films. And, and now, you know, I'm known pretty much everywhere um, from, you know, developing at the store. But, um, you know, you, you don't want to be, uh, you want to have your own independence, you know. If you're just tuning in, our guest right now is Polly Shore. Polly, I wonder, is there a piece of advice or an anecdote or some wisdom that you got from a legendary comedian, which you still use to this day? Well, I, I, no one ever sat me down and said, hey, you know, comics don't do that. Everyone's, you know, narcissistic and everyone's into their own world. You just kind of watch and observe. When I used to watch Richard Pryor, um, one of the things I, 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 I won't say I took from him, but one of the things that I kind of observed from him was he always kind of let the audience take, take him where he was going to go. Uh, it's almost like a surfer dropping into a wave. You don't want to control the wave. You want the wave to control you, and then you kind of maneuver around. So I think it's really important, you know, through Richard. He went on stage, and you just – he didn't have an opening joke. It was just like whatever the, he felt about the audience and however the audience took him, he kind of reacted off of that. And I take that to this day. It's just listening to the audience. You know, if, you, if a joke doesn't work, you got to say something. You can't just, like, you know, be like, uh, like you know – you got you got to feel the audience. The audience is really the in charge, you know, and you kind of maneuver around that. You know. Well, Polly is going to stick around uh, for our next segment. Uh, today is, as he mentioned, the uh, 50th anniversary. This is 50 years ago today. The Comedy Store opened uh, in West Hollywood. The Comedy Store, which was founded by his family, which is near and dear to his heart. And we're going to have much more with Polly Shaw. We got to talk about his one man show as yeah, well. His next one segment. man show. There's so much more to come. I'm excited to talk with you. And just some questions I have about some movies you were in. Yes. <laughs> awesome. This is the Gary and Shannon Show, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 
This is what put this place on the map. Oh. What are you doing, Mrs. Tony? No, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this here. Ah. Now, now, you must leave now, please. Look, Kashmir Rajneesh, why don't you just chill? No, but still. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. KFI AM640, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Gary and Shannon Show. Mo Kelly and Layla Muhammad in for Gary and Shannon. And quickly, before we get back to our, our special guest, Polly Shore, uh, the Senate has confirmed Katanji Brown-Jackson as a Supreme Court justice, that final vote, 53 to 47. And Polly Shore, let's come back to you. You heard that clip from Encino Man. When people walk up to you, do they start reciting lines from Encino Man? Is it Biodome? What do you hear when you hear from people? <laughs> Well, let's let's first talk about Rand, Rand Paul, like, voting and his vote not counting. That's hilarious, right? <laughs> He's like, oh, all right, screw it, here, here. Well, she won anyway. What does it matter? <laughs> right? <laughs> hilarious. Well, you know, the math was the math was. <laughs> yeah, the math was what the math was, exactly. Um I, I'm, you know, I, you know, I, um, I'm very happy, you know, I'm very happy that, you know, the stuff I did, you know, have st- has stuck, you know, and, and, and it's resonated through the world and people. And, and you know, it's, it was a joyful time. You know, those movies were a very joyful, joyful time. And especially these days, you know, with all the stuff going on, I think my movies have resonated uh, pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, people are still saying, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, cra- it's crazy. It's crazy because people mimic me to me. You know, when they see me, they start acting like me. And so, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and I and I, I look like Billy Crystal now, so I'm, I'm kind of like kicking back. You know? <laughs> You're like, I don't even act like that. Really, yeah, Billy weasel. might be listening. Yeah. So. What's the weasel? Like, what's happening? That's not me. But I think it's, it's refreshing. Yeah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I think it's refreshing to hear that it doesn't bother you. I feel like sometimes you might run into uh, a celebrity <laughs> and, and maybe mention a movie they had done and they get like upset. You're like, that's how I know you. That's how I was first introduced to you. Yeah, no, it's you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you, you know? That's a good or you don't want to bite the hand that, or you don't want to bite the hand that wheezes you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, yes. There it is. That made my whole day. <laughs> Polly, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you about your one-man show, "Stick to the Dancing." Funny stories from my childhood, which you're bringing to the lab at the Hollywood Improv on April 27th and elsewhere. Tell us about the show. Yeah, and the next night we'll be at the Dynasty Typewriter. It's just stories in my childhood, you know. It's like everyone wants to know about growing up at the store and Beverly Hills High School and the MTV days and and all that. So it's kind of like a spoken word, almost like my version of uh, Undisputed Truth with Mike Tyson, you know, where he kind of lays it all out. Some dramatic, but mostly funny, and and it's cool. I mean, my life, my life, you know, was was awesome. You know, it was a really cool thing. So I wanted to kind of bring it back and kind of. Uh, tell people about it so it's uh, a lot of crazy stories stuff that people you know went to school with uh with Smokey robinson's kid barry robinson uh you know uh i don't know it's just there's a long list i don't want to say everything but it's uh it was different so that's why i'm doing it yeah didn't you play uh little league with with someone else's son that you, are you going to talk about that as well? Yeah, it was Bob. Yeah. Bob, yeah. Bob Dylan's kid was on my team and Bob would come to the, come, Bob would come to the right on La Cienega in uh, Wilshire. 
there's the little league place right there. So Bob used to come and he would sit there and he would like heckle his kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sam Sam Dillon was his son and Sam was terrible. He used to play right field. He played right field and he was like the worst. You know what I mean? And and uh and Bob would heckle him. Bob would heckle him. And he'd be like, how does it feel <laughs> to be thrown out at home like a rolling stone? <laughs> I love that. You you talked about, uh, you know, when you, you would be in the you know, comedy store and see big names like Richard Pryor and, and how how he started his sets and just had a you know conversation. Um, did anyone influence your style? Was there someone that you would watch uh, growing up in the comedy store who had an influence on your style? Well, I'd have to say, um, you know, Sam Kennison and Richard, you know, did. Paul, I think we're losing you. Let's see if we can. He was there at the beginning. Oh. Um, you know, he was so brilliant. You know, Robin was, was you know, I mean, remarkable. You don't you just don't see anyone like that anymore. It's, it's interesting you say that because we lost – Sam Kennison, way too soon. We lost Robin Williams way too soon. Just those two comedians. Who do you think they would have turned into? How big might they have become if they had lived another 20, 30 years? Robin already, you know, was Robin. I mean, he was, he, you can't get bigger than Robin. You know, with Sam, I don't know. I mean, Sam was wild. So I know Sam liked to act. So he, he never really acted. He only did back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. That was really his only acting thing that he did, you know? So who knows what, what Sam would have done? You don't know. Well, I am just overjoyed to be able to talk to you. I mean, I I wonder about all the, the wonderful stories that you might have. And then also what's to come, too. So are you are you working on any upcoming projects that you can say here now or films? I know you've yeah, done voice over, too. I just, yeah, I just came out with Pinocchio. Where I play the voice of Pinocchio. Father... When can I leave to be on my own? I got the whole world to see, you know, so that's out now. And then uh, my big monster, my sweet monster comes out uh, April 12th, I think. It's with Lionsgate, and that's another voiceover. And then I, I live in Vegas right now, so I have a band in Vegas, and I'm doing my one-man show out there. And then I have a, uh, what else do I have? Um, a docu-series as well that I'm finishing up as well, so. Um, awesome. And working on a, a ne- another feature film, putting that together called Stuck in the Hood. Okay, I see this on your website. Yes. Yeah, where I get stuck in, I get stuck in in Inglewood, and then and then uh, and then I wind up saving the hood, and I bring the blacks and the whites together at the end, like a kumbaya. Is that so? That's a real project. Yes. <laughs> and now I if was. You read it. <laughs> I was, if you, if you read it, you can see the treatment and everything is on there. So it's all uh, it's all out there right now. So I'm just trying to put all that together right now. But it's uh, it's a fish out of water. It's almost like son-in-law meets Fridays, you know? Or Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It is is it is so hilarious to be able to hear you in a real sense be funny in real time. There are some people who are funny only when they have their scripted jokes and there are people who are funny when they have their lines and they're acting in a movie, but you are genuinely funny. And I ask that, do you ever, or how much time do you ever get just getting back to the comedy store in your travels? Um, I'm there all the time. I, I have a, 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 
a house very close to it. I'm there all the time. You know, I come in, I tell my jokes and hang out and, you know, I go on the road. So, you know, the comedy store is in my DNA. So it is, you know, it's, it's, it's with me everywhere. My mom, every time I'm there, you know, I feel my mom. So I, I, you know, I feel like, you know, she's holding me and, and, um, you know, I was there since I was four years old. So that's 50 years, you know, of of me being there. So it's kind of my whole life's been like, you know, a Shirley Temple, you know. That's awesome. I know people will definitely yeah. have a treat when they come to hear your your show. But Polly Shore, first of all, happy 50th birthday to the Comedy Store. And, and we're so Thank grateful you. that Thank you were able to to bring that in with us here uh, on the Gary and Shannon show. Loved it. Love speaking yeah, to you, you Polly. Yeah. yeah, you guys have a great day and thanks for having me. God bless. God you bless. Too. Thank you, Polly. I, I really Peace enjoyed out. that. All right, later, later, dude. <laughs> later. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> it, it's it's so nice when you get to speak to someone who is not afraid of how people know them. Right. And, and there's some actors, actresses, comedians like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Don't uh, do that. Yeah, and that's how, like you said, don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's how you got your start. And so it's so good to hear that he's still developing uh, new projects. Uh, again, he's bringing his show, uh, Stick to the Dancing Funny Stories from My Childhood, to the lab at the Hollywood Improv, April 27th, Dynasty Typewriter uh, at the Hayworth on April 28th. And then he has some other some other dates, too. You can find it on paulieshore.com. Well, now the- I feel bad. Why? Why? So way back when, in Vegas, a long Uh-oh. time ago, mm-hmm. uh, we were waiting what for, there, there was a certain comedian blocking the way when we were going to get in our car. Uh-huh. or driver or whatever and uh i yelled at that comedian i said you're not even funny move yeah and uh it was paulie shore no you, it wasn't you know yes, he's still was. on the line he hasn't hung up <gasps> yet. i'm sorry well now i really like it i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> he, he hung up already. i was like 21 you know, oh so, yeah, you're only yeah. 25 now i know <laughs> it, you know i've learned lessons in my four years of age, so. <laughs> i've aged i've got had so much wisdom <laughs> in four years no he's hilarious um good for him i'm happy for him Good stuff. We gotta go check them out. This is the Gary and Shannon Show. Mo Kelly and Layla Muhammad. KFI AM six. This is West Coast. <laughs> oh yeah. Throw your dubs up, West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> KFI AM640, Gary and Shannon show. Layla Muhammad, Mo Kelly, in for Gary and Shannon. And we have these informal conversations. We talk about our dogs. We talk about our pets, whether we're a dog lover versus a cat lover. You got to pick a side. You, can't you be do both. have to pick a side. I know Cats where Joe make me is. sneeze, and my eyes get Cats very are irritated. Just evil. They are evil. They're honorary. I'm gonna get all these tweets now. Yeah, I know. I, but I, I'll, <laughs> I'll take the heat for you. Hit me on Twitter at Mr. Mo Kelly. <laughs> yeah, he'll no, respond. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dog guy, and if you are a dog lover, and I don't even like the phrase dog owner, but if you're a dog lover and you have one in your family, you probably know that they're they're family members. Uh, I. I have uh, Riley and Benson. They're both mini schnauzers. You can see pictures of them on my Instagram at Mr. Mo Kelly. But they're like family members. I worry about them. I'm concerned about their well-being. I would do anything to protect them just like any other family member. And, you know, they're Absolutely anything? 
Yes. Yeah, for them, with the exception of maybe jumping in and, you know, fighting a bear for them. Oh, you wouldn't. No, there was that video that had surfaced. There was a a woman whose dog was about to be snatched up by a big bear in the backyard, and she went and got that broom. Yeah, I would would have said, uh, (laughs) Riley Benson, come in the house. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible, Mom. Come in the house. (laughs) It's safer in the house. We got a doggy door. Okay, the bear's not going to fit to the doggy door. He can't. It might put his arm through. Okay, so you're mentioning this because of uh, the news that came out about actress Jenna Malone, who I... I have not seen Hunger Games. You didn't miss anything. But she's from Hunger Games, correct? Yeah, but she didn't miss anything. Okay. So apparently she had to intervene when she saw what was happening to a dog uh, earlier this week. She saw a man reportedly kicking a small white dog over and over and then yanking the animal in the air and choking it. So she witnessed this. And she then said on Twitter that she yelled at him to stop from her car, but he wouldn't. He was still yanking this dog and and kicking this dog, and it was bothering her. So she gets out the car and chases after the man in her full Hunger Games mode and uh, saw another man nearby and said, hey, run with me. Help me. Let's go get this guy. (laughs) And that guy's like, "Mm." Okay, there's two things to this story. First, credit to her for wanting to intervene and successfully intervening and saving the dog. They called the police. Um, She waited with the dog until the dog could be taken to a hospital. Evidently, Champ was the dog's name and had been maltreated for many months, Mm. covered in filth. That's the positive to the story. Now, I also look at the story from the standpoint of, I live in a world where, you know, someone will shoot you for cutting them off on the freeway. I always wonder about intervening in someone else's business. And I understand why some people do and why some people don't. And, and now, Jim Malone's not that big. I just know the man was probably bigger than her. And she says in the story that, you know, she could not take him on by herself. So she was putting herself in harm's way. Yeah, and she did have the help of other people because she told the guy in the orange vest or whatever, hey, run with me. By the time you knew it, she was running with like five men. They were helping her track this this guy down with the dog. Um, so she stepped in, and and KNBC got the video that showed people beating this guy up. And I wonder, isn't that a, a crime as well? Yes, you're supposed to be helping the dog, but that doesn't give you license to, to beat the guy down, does it? No, unless the guy is, I guess, attacking or saucing yeah. first. I, I yeah. haven't seen the video to see the full thing, but uh, the dog is a six-year-old Maltipoo. I love a cute little Maltipoo. And Champ's owner's name is Kelly McKinney. So I guess he was missing. Oh, so this guy didn't even, wasn't even the registered owner. So Jenna has linked to the GoFundMe. And and by the way, the GoFundMe has raised $11,000. So it's created for Champ's owner, Kelly McKinney. And when Champ disappeared for five days and was rescued after Jenna saw what happened, uh, Champ had suffered multiple injuries, broken ribs, abrasions, and most severe, his left hind leg was broken in two places. So obviously he has surgical bills that are going to come up and recovery costs, and that's going to be pretty expensive. You know, vet bills aren't cheap. So they asked people to donate for his care, um, and Kelly runs a nonprofit, Kay's Love of God. So she runs a nonprofit. So I don't know how Champ got away or how he ended up with this dog harming this this man harming him, but it looks like Champ's vet's bills will be covered. That's the good end to the story, and and that's my nightmare as as a dog lover and and two dog family members. That's, oh. Do would would you guys step in? Did you already say? I would say 
there are two thoughts that go through my mind. You know, I have to assess the situation in terms of personal safety mm-hmm. because I was saying that people will shoot you on the freeway for even less. And people are always usually violent to anyone who tries to intervene in their business. Yeah. If they don't, if I don't see a visible weapon or something, you might. I, yeah, you have to, at least, have to at assess. Least what she said, which is like, yell, like, hey, stop that. Yeah. What are you doing? I, yeah. I get angry when I see people yanking their dogs. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's a dog. Like, let them do their thing. But I haven't said anything. It's all in my head. Right. <laughs> right. But it, I think in this case, because she saw the active abuse of the dog, she mm-hmm. yeah. she yelled from her car. That was her first thing. Hey, what are you doing? Stop. And then I she got out that. and chased. Now, I don't know if I would have chased after. Right. I would have said, hey, guys, y'all go get him. You know. But yeah, I would have she... done that. Brought attention to <laughs> right. it. Just like, hey, you know, leave the dog alone. You know, what are you doing? I would bring attention and hopefully shame the person. I might have called animal, I would have shamed, mm-hmm. called animal control and gotten out of my car, but maybe not chase if he was a lot bigger. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know though. Yeah. It depends on the situation. Are we talking about in the daytime? Are we talking about at nighttime? Are, yeah. are we talking about that there are a lot of people around? Is there nobody else around? All those things matter. And Jen has been sharing the updates that NBC was doing on the story. She said she was sorry that it ended in a brawl, like with, with the guys jumping the man. She said, but the dog was going to die. No question. I can't imagine the level of torture it had suffered until this point. Because remember, this wasn't that man's dog. Right. This dog belonged to somebody who hadn't seen the dog in five days. So I don't know how he got with the dog. But um, again, the dog is back with the owner. The dog has already undergone surgery. There's a GoFundMe. And it seems like all will be well with Malty Poo Champ. And Jenna may get a new role offer as a superhero or a, a dog hero. It's a good story. And it has a happy ending. So I'm all for that. Yes. This is the Gary and Shannon Show. Layla Muhammad and Mo Kelly in for Gary and Shannon. KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Gary and Shannon Show. Layla Muhammad and me, Mo Kelly. We're in for Gary and Shannon today. Some of the stories we've been following this morning. Ketanji Brown-Jackson is heading to the Supreme Court. She got a Senate confirmation this morning. And if you missed our previous conversation with comedian Pauly Shore, you can find that on our featured um, interview section at KFIAM640.com. It was a fun conversation. It was. The Comedy Store turns 50 today. Today. How about that? And he talked about growing up in the Comedy Store uh, with his, you know, his life being all about comedy with his parents and, you know, his mother opening the Comedy Store. Uh, some of his favorite comedians that he got to see in action, including uh, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Could you imagine that? Just sitting there and watching greatness Become greatness and also greatness at its peak. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder, too, you were talking about this, like people doing stand-up. That's an art. It looks a lot easier than what it is. I know it's not easy. It's mm-hmm. having a conversation, uh, tapping into some real-life experiences and being funny. I've always thought about taking a stand-up class, though. I've always thought about doing it in oh, maybe really? my next life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah because what I'm your a, stage I'm a... name? Money Mo. No, I wouldn't have a stage name. Mo it, Mo? It'd just be Mo Kelly. Just like most of the most of the comedians want some Mo. Whoa, oh, I like that. Now, most of the comedians they use their real names, you know that. They just Mo Money, Mo Richard problems. Pryor. More funny than you. Sam. Oh, y'all think you're funny. See, the first job of a comedian is to be funny. None of you are funny. That was all great. We, we all, all laughed. Great. I laughed. Laughing at your own jokes does not make somebody funny. I laughed at David and Joe's joke, so that makes them funny. Thank I you, Layla. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You're now try it at the comedy store. Oh, no. I'd be mm-hmm. too intimidated. <laughs> uh, 
a few more stories for following. Congress has overwhelmingly voted to suspend normal trade relations with Russia and ban the importation of its oil. And then also, this is an interesting story out of, uh, so police say two women from Stockton, they were reported missing over the weekend and they were found dead inside a car that was submerged in a river in the central part of the state. It was near a country club where they had been attending a wedding. Now, what? The relatives reported them missing Monday. So police say the an employee of the country club noticed this vehicle on the river by the golf course, called authorities, and they found the women in the car. They don't know if it was foul play or accident or what at this point, but that's just a bizarre story. Well, it seems more foul play than They haven't said that yet, but yeah, know, it's just, it just seems. They were at the wedding, and then they're in the river. I don't know. We have an update as far as terror in the skies now. Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Get off my plane. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. It's Gary and Shannon's Terror in the Skies on KFI. Remember how last segment we were talking about when or why we would or would not intervene if we saw a dog in distress? And we were talking about some of the the variables involved mm-hmm. on an airplane. If there is someone in distress, 100%, I'm going to intervene. And we've seen a lot of video of, of people intervening for, you know, the, the confrontations and fights that were happening over people not wearing their masks, yes. people yelling and acting out. Well, this is just creepy and disgusting. And I'm glad that this guy is going to go have some time to think about what he did in jail, in prison. So a man, this all happened last year. This was March of last year when this assault happened. But a man has been convicted of sexually assaulting a sleeping nurse on a flight to Atlanta. She was asleep. He was sitting next to her. And he's groping her. He's touching her legs, her butt. Like he's doing all this stuff while she's asleep. It's not clear whether she either yelled out for help or asked someone to intervene. It's not clear how many people were on the flight But prosecutors are saying that this guy, Scott Russell Grandin, 36 years old, touched a nurse inappropriately on a Southwest Airlines flight, as Layla said, back in March of last year. At one point, this guy even tried to kiss the nurse. This they were saying that this went on throughout the flight. I would have knocked that guy out if if you were awake to to feel it, because I don't know how deep she was asleep. And then if you're watching on the plane, like if you're sitting in another seat, you don't know if they're together. Well. You know, sometimes you don't know if people are together. And keep in mind, this is around the time when we were already wearing masks on the plane. Right. This is March of last year. So I do have more questions about how it all went down. But um, I'm just glad. that So whoever called out, whether it was her or somebody who was watching it happen on the plane, uh, police were there to arrest him when he got off the plane. So clearly something happened on the plane where a flight crew was um um, put on notice, they let him know that something was happening for police to be there waiting on his behind. And he said when he got off the plane, he apparently said, uh, you know, he confronted the officers, am I being detained or what? And then uh, pulled down his pants and started yelling rape. Okay, so we know he has mental issues, but hopefully uh, he won't have the opportunity to do this again. And something that I didn't remember, but this article reminded me, since this happened on a flight, that makes it federal in nature, so there's no... No Chance parole. of parole or anything. Mm-hmm. Whatever sentence he gets is the sentence that he's going to get. You have to register as a sex offender. All good things. And the sentence was for, uh, so not even two years, 21 months. 
Good news, bad news. Yeah. I, I don't know what the maximum could be. If, I don't know if the charge would have been forcible touching or something like that. But, you know, it, it always makes me wonder how long or did he, she reach out to someone and no one responded? I, I, I wonder because obviously she was in distress for quite some time on the flight. Uh, real quick, this is not terror in the skies, but it's airline related. American Airlines is hitting the road. Say what? Announcing a deal today with a bus company that will drive passengers to and from Philadelphia and two airports that are less than 75 miles away. I'm surprised that they haven't done that. Certain airports haven't done that years ago. Like if you I fly, like that. If you fly in the Dulles Airport, you're a good 25, 30 miles from Washington, D.C. Right. Even in Dallas, if you're at Love Field versus DF, you know, DFW, DFW Airport. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it's nice to have a bus service that can connect, especially if you're about to miss a flight or I don't know. I mean, there's other reasons why you might have to go to the other airport. So I think if it's, they said, yeah, 75 miles away or less, they'll drive passengers to the other airport. I like that. I, I like that. Yeah. You think they would have done that a long time ago. Just before we go to break, just want to let you know, Mondo is very big on letting us know what day it is. And I don't mean like Thursday, but National Beer Day is today. Yeah, I don't drink beer. I don't uh, either. Uh, is, is that exciting that it's yeah. National Beer Day? There are you, you know, raising the roof. You have a beer that, you, oh, you guys look really happy in there. Is there a beer you like? Oh, yes. yeah. The cold kind. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Like Modelo. I don't know her. Peroni. Okay. Ooh, uh, Modelo's like, good. Yeah. Peroni's good, too. I don't know him either. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, this Burrito Day. Yeah, Not even National I do Burrito Day. It's just Burrito Day. <laughs> and the last one, it's National Making the First Move Day. Ooh. No, it's not that type oh. of first move. It has something to do with bullying. National uh, Making the First Move Day. I thought that meant somebody you hitting on you. That's what, that. I, put, that's oh, what no. I thought. That's I what thought I thought. meant, like, make a move on someone. I'm like, pulling up there. It. You put bullying. I didn't know what that yeah. meant. I thought that was for another something else you had on the, the board. Um, National Make the First Move. So explain that It's in, in terms of bullying. Yeah, so if you see somebody getting bullied, mm-hmm. uh, you got to make the first move to go and defend them or stick up for them. And tell the bully to stop. We'll call it like National that. Bully Intervention Day. Yeah, that makes more sense. Making the first move is strictly, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna lean into hey, that kiss. Right. Yeah. What's that's your what name? Is what's, what's your name? Oh no. <laughs> what is your name? You never heard that? Question mark. You ne- never heard that? <laughs> no, I have. What your name is? But if a man came up to me and said, "What's your name?" Is, I would I, keep I would, walking. Not, no, I wouldn't walk, Joe. I would run. I have an issue with that. <laughs> Sentence structure. Uh, I, oh, of course I, I, you would. I will not be able to take you in public to a business function to dinner. Like you cannot come up to me saying what what your name hey, is. Hey girl. And people still approach with not just bad grammar, but just like just bad. Look bad. Your clothes are bad. Let me tell you this before we go to break. <laughs> Guys, do it because it has worked on someone no on way. some point. Yes. When it go, psst, psst, come here. I, I feel, mm-hmm. but I it also. But when you're on the receiving end of some of the foolishness that comes your way, you kind of feel like, is it me? Is it something about me that says that would work? What about me says that would work? We believe we have a shot at anyone. Like the, come here, come where? You want me to walk over to your car? See, you you knew exactly what I was talking about. Right. (laughs) I don't even give eye contact. No. Yeah, that doesn't always work, though. Some people are very um, persistent. This is the Gary and Shannon Show. (laughs) Layla Muhammad, Mo Kelly, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 